Welcome to the podcast of William Patterson University's chapter of the Society of Professional Journalists, or WPSPJ, where voices from the news industry guide us and inspire our future. On this podcast, we'll spotlight the activities of the nationally recognized Society of Professional Journalists chapter at William Patterson University in Wayne, New Jersey. We are the reporters of today and tomorrow committed to SPJ's mission of diversity and democracy and inspiring successive generations of talented individuals to become dedicated journalists. What you love about News 12 with a plus. Headlines, quick stories, cultural bites, exclusive originals, all with commuter updates and the weather you love. It's going to be a crazy day. Welcome to Mornings with News 12. Here's some top stories from Cheddar. Costco is raising its wages. Teenagers are always This could be a perfect house for you. So what are we looking at here? Right around harvest time. The formula in Albany... What are the trends? It's so nice. Long Island crushes it. More News 12. It's News 12 Plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the WPSPJ podcast. I am your host, Tommy Sherwood, publicity chair and executive producer of the WPSPJ podcast. I am joined here by Tiffany Pallas and Kimberly Scott. In this episode, we will be talking about our experience touring News 12 New Jersey. Since we are in the metropolitan area and New Jersey area, we've been watching News 12 New Jersey our whole lives. At least most of us have. I've personally watched News 12 my whole life. My parents would always have News 12 on when I was growing up. So when I ended up watching it, I would always remember watching for school closings at the bottom of the page. The reactions when your school is closed for the day are the best feelings in the world. Yeah, ever since I was a kid, I've watched News 12 New Jersey every morning before school. My parents have always encouraged me to watch the news to keep me updated on recent events. Like Tiffany mentioned, the school closure for the day. Yeah, and, you know, it's like I just said, it's the same thing throughout my childhood. I watch News 12 New Jersey all the time with my parents, looking at the weather and all that kind of stuff, looking at what's going on around my area. On October 9th, yes, that is the day that we wound up touring News 12 in Edison, New Jersey. So what are your guys' reactions for the first time stepping into a newsroom? So since it was my first time walking in the newsroom, I was extremely nervous walking in. Uh, To be honest, like I said, it was my first time, and I didn't really know what to expect walking in. My nerves started to settle when people who worked there Uh, welcomed us with their smiles on their faces, and everyone was kind. It was a very warm welcoming. I honestly don't think the inside of the building would be that big from the outside looking in. But then walking in, you got to see the offices, uh, the different rooms, the workstations. So it was a lot bigger than I thought. Yeah, walking into News 12, I was so excited and so nervous. Like Tiffany said, the building from the outside didn't look that interesting, but stepping foot inside, I think your jaw just dropped and all the excitement came rushing in. 
Um, it was my first time walking into a newsroom, so I had no expectations. But as Tiffany mentioned, like everyone was so welcoming and it was just such a family-friendly atmosphere. And when you walked into the building, you just saw this big mural on the wall full of different pictures. It had things like a big Ferris wheel, a bridge, the water of the city, and so much more. The first member of News 12 New Jersey that we really interacted with was Chief Photographer Chuck Wanerke, who was, for the most part, our guide around the newsroom. Uh, he seemed to know about a lot about the different types of jobs and the different sections of News 12 New Jersey, which that just comes with experience. So you could definitely tell that he was there for a while. And he, like I just said, he, he knew a lot about everything when it, come, when it came to News 12 New Jersey. So the first place we went with him were the editing bays. And, you know, they weren't very densely populated. And they were kind of dark. And he could tell... We had very confused looks on our faces, like, why is nobody here in the editing bays? Like, why, why is there barely anybody here? Um, and he immediately, like, responded to our confusion with this. You notice that a lot of these bays are kind of quiet and dark. Okay, that reasoning is because of COVID. We didn't close during COVID, but we did have people that were able to work remotely. One of those groups of people that were able to work remotely were the photographers and the editors because a laptop has Adobe Premiere. We haven't really gotten back into the habit of using the edit base post-COVID yet. Uh, we will, because we're starting to teach our anchors how to edit, which is going to be a lot of fun. But uh, right now, most of the ladies and gentlemen are still editing on their laptops um, from their cars or even, even at home. Some people shoot their story and they get to go home. If their story's not editing, airing until 10 o'clock that night, they'll edit from home. So uh, editing does provide flexibility in this day and age because of high-powered laptops. Yeah, so it seems like the newsroom, especially News 12, ad adopted a lot of what they had from COVID, like the remote work, people working from home. Um, technology definitely helped them tremendously through all this with high-powered laptops. As he later went on to say after this clip, I feel like it's great that they have remote staff and, you know, I hope to see those uh, editing bays a little more densely populated as the time comes, like um, at post-COVID. I mean, we're, we're starting to get into a pretty good place now as a society, but, you know, I'd like to see at least the editing bays be a little more densely populated. Uh, one thing good about coming from COVID would be the remote working part because people still had jobs. So that's one good thing that happened from that. Yeah, and having access to work from anywhere is an incredible part of technology nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, having this technology definitely helped out news, uh, social media, all that stuff. It, it definitely, uh, remote work, Zoom, uh, Adobe Premiere Pro, all that kind of stuff. You know, just ha being able to have that on your laptop and being able to work from anywhere, your car, your house. I mean, it's has definitely shown to be very useful, especially in news. So after looking in the editing rooms, which was a very pleasant experience, Chuck guided us then to the technical rooms where we spoke to Matthew Corley about the technical side of broadcast news. Corley was highly informative about the technical side of news, and he told us how they operate at News 12. And I was very confused because I saw some very big machines in there with a lot of buttons, a lot of screens. So 
I actually asked him personally, how did you guys adjust in COVID with all these big machines? So here's what he had to say about that. This whole department, including editing, we had one person in-house. So everybody else, I had one operator in this room, obviously because anything in this room could be done remote. Okay, we all have remote setups in case. Um, but we did want to have an operator here in the event a server goes down, something needs to be rebooted, remote software quits, then I can't access it remotely. So that being said, yes, we were fully remote in this department except for one operator in here. All three other editors were remote. And they were teams in. Our panel system here, everybody has an app on their phone, so we were talking to everybody. And these walls here, we actually had on a Teradex streamer. So we could pull up these walls at home through VLC player. Yeah, like I said before, it really surprised me that they were able to do all this technical work at home and only have one person in-house considering the size of the machines in the room. There are a lot of buttons and screens, uh, and it, 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 would, it just seemed impossible to adjust during COVID, and it, it really just gave me a positive outlook on how News 12 and other newsrooms are when it comes to adjusting. Uh, they, it seemed to be a seamless adjustment. Um, and for the first time, it definitely seemed very intimidating like walking into this room for the first time, especially if you're thinking about being in the technical side of news because of all the buttons. It's just, it just looked like really intimidating, in, in my opinion. Tiffany did, and Kimberly, did you guys find that intimidating? I, I don't know if it was just me. Talk about intimidating. Definitely my first time being in a room like that with all the screens and buttons. So I felt like a kid in a candy shop. Yeah, technology is really advanced, as we know. And now any job can be done remotely, basically. And maybe we're going down the path of robots in the future. Oh, uh, that, that wouldn't be good. I'm really reassured now that I know that I am not the only one that was intimidated going into that room. And it definitely seemed impossible, like I said, to do all the technical work at home. Uh, but after the technical room... We went and spoke to Emmy Award-winning meteorologist Dave Curran. This quote is not only funny, but it portrays an important message to anyone in spot who inspires to be in the media industry. Don't expect to make a million dollars. It's more glamour. You know what? It, you guys like sausage? Yeah. Sausage is delicious, isn't it? It's amazing. Like same thing with a hot dog. Hot dogs are damn good. You don't want to know what goes into it. Same thing with television. It's just like the product is awesome, but like what's going into it is just like, oh, wow, that's a lot of work. I mean, I could definitely agree that a lot goes in the media production, no matter what uh, part of journalism you aspire to be a part of. I mean, it, it takes a lot of work with an article. It takes interviewing, uh, reporting, uh, finding your sources, and then writing the article, editing it, publishing it. I mean, it it takes a lot. It's a long process, and in broadcast news, even more. There's, you know, there's scripting. There's, um, you know, actually checking and predicting the weather, and then going live and talking about it. And the fact that Dave Curran does all that on the fly is just incredible, and it really shows why he's an Emmy Award-winning meteorologist and. 
his personality only amplifies everything that he does. And you could definitely tell that he is made for TV. I thought Dave was absolutely brilliant. I honestly didn't know that he didn't read from a prompt. Um, the way he talks sounds like he's reading from something. He makes it up on the fly, which is probably why he's such an outgoing person. Um, walking into the weather room, it was very bright, and they had cameras that operated without people, which is most likely because uh, when COVID was around, less people were in the room, so less people were getting sick. Yeah, walking into this room was definitely an experience of a lifetime. I know my mouth dropped, and the expression on everyone else's faces were priceless. I mean, the amount of phones that were out recording the room and all the pictures that were being taken was an incredible experience. But this was the best room by far. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, most of the time when I'm watching the news, I'm watching the weather because that's just a quick segment. And I I'd like to know and I'd like to hear from another person who's an expert uh, like and get a visual on like what the weather is going to be like, not just seeing it on my phone. So sometimes I turn on News 12 today, even for that. Um, so it was definitely a really interesting experience seeing the weather room, seeing the man that behind the weather room, that was an interesting experience for meeting him, shaking his hand, uh, being able to talk with him. It, it was definitely an interesting experience. So moving on from that, we were talking about what happens if you mess up the weather. So here's what he had to say on that. Um, yeah, you just have to have a thick skin. It's, it. It is what it is. You're never going to be perfect. Right. Um, when you're wrong, sell it. Just sell it. If you say something wrong, do something like just sell it like as if you were correct. That way you're not going to second guess yourself on TV. You always want to have that air of confidence that this is what I did. This I'm standing by it. So Dave actually came up with a bunch of pretty good points. Uh, social media does skewer you if you get something wrong. And that's definitely a downfall of being in the news and the media industry. You, you have to have thick skin, uh, 100%. Um, and when you're wrong, sell it. If you don't do that, you're going to not be confident the next time you're on air. So that that's something very important that he said. I also like how he said you're never going to be perfect, which is true. We're all human. We're not perfect. We're going to mess up here and there. And like what you said, Tommy, you just kind of have to sell it. Um, yeah, something's going to go wrong, but you're on TV, so you kind of just have to fake it till you make it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Like, social media is going to get you anything you say. Like, you want to say how you're feeling, and they're just going to come at you. So you got to take it, and you got to be confident about it. Yeah, it feels like nowadays, no matter what you say or do, someone's talking about you on social media as an athlete I could definitely relate to that if when I messed up on a play in high school you know it was discussed around the school people were talking about it so you know it's it's kind of how the world is people are gonna have something to say about whatever you're doing so and it's the same way in the media industry honestly it's more intense in the media industry so it's definitely important to have thick skin. And just go with that air of confidence that you should have. Absolutely. Confidence is key in whatever you do in life. So it's always important to be confident in yourself. We were discussing some more career advice with Dave Curran, and 
He said another thing that really stood out to me, and I couldn't agree more. So here's what he had to say. So I, internships. Internships are key. If you want to get into television, do internships. Do as many internships as you possibly can before you graduate. Um, experience is everything. It's not personal, but experience is way better in a classroom. Way better. I mean, it's you actually learn what's going on. You can, you can, you know, you get theory and, and all that other good stuff in, in the class, but um, actually seeing how a newsroom works or any kind of industry, it doesn't have to be news. Just get an internship. Um, it's amazing. I could not agree more with what Dave said here. You know, internships are very important and our professors would definitely agree with that because our professors preach to us how important internships are. Internships don't only give you connections in the industry, but and experience. the experience, that is key. key. You know, we have clubs here at William Patterson where you could get experience. We have great professors that teach us how to do these things, like with the news, how to write a story, how to write for broadcast, how, how to do all that stuff. But you have to get into the actual field. And that's when you're going to learn the most. And I believe well, that is what they've said here. And it could not be more true. And you actually have to go out there and show your face and be like, hey, this is me. This is my name. So people know you and know what you look like. And experience is everything. You don't know until you like something until you actually do it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely. It's, it's a lot about it's about who you know and also what you know but who you know is very important uh who you know can be the difference between you getting a job and you not getting a job you you just hear about opportunities from people that you know and the more opportunities you have the more likely you're going to get into what you want to get into so that's very important and internships are also important for you Kimberly because you're thinking about what you want to go into uh, you could do different internships. You kind of experiment with that, and you could re you could get real world experience in what you wanted, what you're thinking about getting into, without really committing to it to signing a job. You could just take a semester internship, and you could see how you like it, and you might love what your internship is, and that might be your career, and that that'll be great, and you might be able to get a job with the company that you interned for. So that it's internships are great for you yeah they always say to use social media to your benefit because you know maybe someone that you're following on instagram is going to be who your boss is in two years you know yeah social media is a great thing to establish connections linkedin is great uh twitter instagram is great you know it's allowed us to be able to communicate very well without being like in the same place as each other like one person could be in California and we could be in New Jersey and, we'll, and we could communicate with them kind of the same way as it would be face-to-face. -face. Not quite as perfect, but it gets the job done. Uh, with that being said, um, you know, we've, wa we've watched News 12 all our lives and, you know, it really shocked me, especially when I found out that we were featured on News 12's Jersey Proud segment. I watched it because Dr. Hirshon sent it to me and I, I found it fascinating. From watching News 12 growing up, I found it exciting to hear that we were watching, that we were featured on News 12. 
Yeah, seeing the video that our professor sent us was incredible. Even though it was a short clip of only a minute or two minutes, I thought it was very cool seeing myself on the news for the first time and showing my family members and seeing their reactions was absolutely the best. I loved it. I loved every minute of watching that. And even though it's only two minutes, I mean, it's something. And, you know, people are watching that. And I found it really fascinating because my organization, the Society of Professional Journalists, and I'm an e-board member for, you know, that it got amplified and it, uh, it put up awareness and it put William Patterson on the map. That's going to wrap up our show today. Uh, does anybody have any include concluding statements that they want to share? Yeah, I do. So let's do a quick recap. So we've all listened to News 12 our entire lives. And when we entered News 12, we were welcomed with open arms, and it just made the whole experience amazing. Um, we learned that technology has changed News 12 because of COVID, but I believe it changed for the better. And now they're able to be mobile, and most jobs are able to be mobile, and I think it's amazing. And we also... When walking into the weather room, we met with uh, Dave Curran, who gave us some great advice about our future in journalism. And it was just overall an amazing experience, and the best part of it all was having our own spot on the news. All in all, one of the best experiences of my life so far. From walking into News 12, learning about the di different jobs, and receiving some good advice from the employers that work there. I really enjoyed it, especially because, like I said, I been watching News 12 for my entire life. So that really adds into the the wow factor of this entire tour. So you've reached the end of the WPSPJ podcast about our tour on News 12 New Jersey. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening to the WPSPJ podcast. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram and Twitter at WPSPJ. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast on Apple. Until next time, we are SPJ.